Hello, and welcome back to the Homegrown Horticulture Podcast. My name is Tom Bettis, and this podcast is for gardeners in the Intermountain West, an area that has a very unique climate and unique soils and oftentimes a shortage of water that's honestly been forgotten about by the national green industry in many ways. Today, we are going to be talking about blackberries. There are several species of blackberries native mainly to the Northern Hemisphere in Europe, Asia, and North America. And these species can be divided into three general groups that have different growth habits. The first is called trailing blackberries. And these are the blackberries that are grown in the Pacific Northwest. They taste delicious, they have large fruit and smaller seeds, but they are also oftentimes not very cold hardy. There are many cultivars of trailing blackberry that are quite popular. These include loganberry, marionberry, and boysenberry, but these are best grown in the warmest areas of the Intermountain West or the Pacific Northwest. They are only cold hardy down to about 15 degrees. Before moving on, I should point out that Utah State University performed blackberry hardiness trials a few years ago. They found one trailing type called newberry, N-E-W-B-E-R-R-Y, had pretty good survival as compared to all the other ones they looked at, to where just above 50% of the canes would overwinter in an average year. If you are set on trying a trailing blackberry, this may be one that would work if you live in a colder climate where these blackberries do not work well. However, an internet search I did didn't yield any results on being able to buy it. So in your area, you may be able to find it locally or find it online, but I did not. The other two groups of blackberries are called erect and semi-erect. The erect blackberries grow straight out of the ground, similar to how a raspberry does. Semi-erect blackberries will grow up out of the ground to a height of five or six feet, and then as the cane extends, it has a tendency to bend back over. Most erect and semi-erect blackberry cultivars are hardy down to USDA zones five or six, depending on the particular cultivar, meaning that these particular cultivars will survive winter temperatures down to between about zero and 15 degrees below zero. There are many cultivars of erect and semi-erect blackberries that will do fine in our climates. They include Chester, Navajo, Triple Crown, Arapaho, Apache, Dirksen, Black Satin, and many others. For those living in colder Zone 5 areas, cultivars such as Chester might be one that they can plant. In my experience in colder mountain valleys that weren't too cold, Chester did better than many others. Now, for those that are even colder than Zone 5 into Zone 4, there is a cultivar called Illini Hardy. It does produce edible berries that taste pretty good, but it is very thorny, but you can grow it if you want to. Choosing the right cultivar of blackberry is not the only important consideration. Many times we will purchase blackberries and then run them on a chain link fence or similar and then we'll get enough berries to eat and maybe even freeze or preserve. And oftentimes that's okay, but if you want to maximize your fruit production and fruit quality, then using best management practices is important. A question I get about planting blackberries includes how far apart they should be spaced. Recommendations vary from anywhere from two to four feet 
If they're more aggressive and faster growing, four feet would be fine, but generally I recommend anywhere around two or three feet between plans. Now, if you're doing more than one row, you're going to want seven or eight feet between rows to give you room to move and to pick and to actually manage the plans. If you're not running blackberries on a chain link fence, which actually isn't a best management practice, you are going to need a support system that's often referred to as a trellising system. And the type of blackberries you're growing will determine the type of trellising system you will use. Depending on where you purchase the actual plants, it is usually stated what kind they are, either from a nursery or garden center or whether you're growing them online. As long as you can find the name of the particular cultivar, look it up online and you can quickly find out if it's upright, semi-erect, or trailing. Upright blackberries require what's called a tea trellis. This involves using what are called tea posts. Those are the metal fence posts you see surrounding farmers' fields that are often also used in gardens where you need trellising. They are driven into the ground and are quite sturdy. T-posts that are 8 feet long will be sufficient. They will need to stand about 6 feet off the ground and you will need to drive them at least 2 feet into the ground to have them secure enough to support your blackberries. If you are doing a longer run, then space the T-posts about every 20 feet in the row. After the T-posts are in the ground, what you would do is cut sections of 2 by 4 about 3 feet long. The next step is to secure the 3 foot sections of 2 by 4 to the T-posts horizontally 3 to 4 feet off of the ground. Once this is accomplished, the T-post and 2 by 4 will form a cross shape. Once this is all done, 12 to 14 gauge galvanized wire would then be secured to the cross arms that you've made so that the upright blackberries can grow up between the wires and be contained. Trellising for semi-erect blackberries will be a little bit different. You would still use the T-post, but you would run wires at 3 and 5 feet high on the post using that same 12 to 14 gauge wire. As the canes grow up, they're actually secured to the wire using pruning tape or string that can be easily cut later on. If you are brave and want to grow the trailing blackberries, you would use the same trellising system as for the semi-erect, except for you would allow the new growth to run right along the ground under the trellis and leave it there for the winter. The reason you do this is because they're not cold hardy and temperatures under 15 degrees will severely damage to completely kill them. You could actually possibly cover up the new growth with floating row cover, a straw mulch, or just cover it up with snow. In the spring, in late March to early April, you would then fasten the new growth to the wires at 3 and 5 feet, depending on how long it is, and then harvest the blackberries as normal when they ripen. In the Intermountain West, blackberries seem to be more disease-resistant than raspberries, their close relatives, although they are susceptible to the same diseases. They also can get the same insect pest, but again, they just don't seem to get them as often, and so blackberries will oftentimes live for anywhere from 15 to 30 years quite easily to where raspberries oftentimes fade out within 10 to 15 years. I will post a fact sheet about blackberries containing 
most of the common pests and diseases that you may experience. I will also post a fact sheet about variety trials that USU performed a few years ago. Again, thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share with your friends and family. And any positive ratings where you listen to your podcast is greatly appreciated. The Homegrown Horticulture Podcast is a production of Utah State University Extension.